So you know what's funny? It's been so long since I've done this. The time that I took to record the video, I actually recorded <laughs> myself taking a picture of myself. I took a picture to begin the, today's podcast. All right, so um, it has been a while, and uh, I apologize for that. It has been difficult, but as one of my listeners has mentioned to me, let me mention this in the, uh, it's Ari, Ariana, Ariane. I don't know exactly how to pronounce your name. So if you are listening to this, Ariane, Ariane, uh, email me with the pronunciation of your name and I will make sure I pronounce your name correctly. Um, but she was saying that maybe it's okay that I have to don't like beat myself up on these podcasts when I don't get them out because it gives other people an opportunity to look out for and hear from other voices and learn from other voices and continue their process and not just lean on me. And I was like, nice. Yeah. Because like when I'm not podcasting, I listen to other people to give myself the opportunity to podcast to you. Um, so getting back to uh, back on track, back to being here, back to being here the moment with you. Um, we uh, have our new windows in. We have our new shutters in. So hopefully you're getting some good light for me from this because uh, I pretty much always try to shoot from natural light because I like natural light best. Uh, but today we are going to be talking about seeing me, uh, and we're going to come to understand three words, self-concept, we're going to come to um, understand self-awareness, then we're going to come to understand self-esteem, and we're going to see all how all these things come together to really make a you that you want to be, and a you that you can be proud of, and a you that you can love and not beat up on, all right? So first off, we're going to talk about self-concept. So the idea of self-concept is who you think you are. Who do you think you are? Uh, It's your idea of who you believe yourself to be. It's your idea of who you see yourself as. So with self-concept, why am I talking, starting with self-concept is because with self-concept, we have to be aware of who we are and then have an accurate self-concept. Because if you have an inaccurate self-concept, you're going to think you're just like awesome and the best, but like maybe you're not awesome. And maybe you're not the best because maybe you're not like putting the work in, right? So if you're like, I'm a scuba diver, I'm okay. Okay. When's the last time you've been scuba diving? Seven years ago. When's the last time you went before that? 14 years ago. I'm like, "Mm, maybe you're not a scuba diver. Maybe you've scuba dived at some point in time. You see how like doing Something is the beginning of being something. And I think I've talked about this before, right? Is that we have to be aware of who we are and what we see and think of ourselves to be. And that is very important to have an accurate self-concept, right? If you're like, I'm a ladies' man, but you never really ask anybody's out or you never really go on dates, well, maybe you're not a ladies' man. Um, If you see yourself as a uh, someone who works out a lot, but you don't go to the gym, maybe your self-concept's not accurate. And we have to see ourselves and be honest with ourselves uh, because it's really only like be looking at and seeing and meeting and being aware of and checking in with other people that we really truly have a sense of who we are and what's going on with us, right? So 
Um, how do we get a sense of what's who we are and how do we make sure our self-concept is correct? Well, we do that with practicing self-awareness. So self-awareness is being aware of the fact that that I say, um, you know, if you really want to become, become aware of your verbal pauses, train yourself to listen to how often you say, um, one of the things I do to eliminate my ums is slow down my rate of speech. So I say, um, less when I slow down my rate of speech, I'm not going so fast. And because I'm not going so fast, I don't say, um, as often because I slow down my rate of speech and I give my brain the opportunity to think about what I'm going to say and make sure I say it to you. So one of the things self-awareness also helps us with is what's going on with us emotionally. With emotions, you need self-awareness to be, to have a sense of what's really going on and how you're actually feeling. Because what can happen if you're lacking self-awareness is you could be like, I'm mad. And then, um, I've said it before in the podcast, Anger is a secondary emotion. So if, you, if you're mad, are you mad? Are you mad or are you frustrated? Are you mad or are you impatient? Today, uh, I, I was definitely like agitated, but I wasn't like agitated. I wasn't like angry. I was like befuddled. Like I was like, I don't know what's going on. And I'm out of like, out of space. Like I'm out of like a sense of what's coming next and what's going on and like how to move to the next thing I want to do. I'm just befuddled. Like I'm a bit like short and upset, but I'm less like frustrated than I am befuddled. I'm just befuddled right now. Befuddled's a good word. Confused, not having a sense of what goes next, not like in your routine, in your flow, not certain about what's going to happen next, not certain about what you need, right? You have to have a really high sense of self-awareness to have a sense of if you're befuddled or not. Uh, again, if are you angry? Are you angry or are you feeling disrespected? Are you angry or are you lonely? Are you angry or are you feeling like you're neglected and you miss somebody? Sometimes you're not angry at all. Sometimes you're just feeling lonely. Sometimes you're just feeling disrespected. Sometimes you're feeling... Like you need connection. And so instead of getting mad at your partner because you're lonely, just be like, hey, I miss you. Or you can be like, hey, I don't know what's going on. I need some time to figure out what's going on. Like you need some time to reflect, get a sense of what your self-awareness is. Like I'm sad, but I don't have a reason to be sad. Well, are you missing somebody? Are you missing something? Like what's going on on the inside that makes you feel like you're sad or that you're missing something or you're you're at a loss to some way in space, right? We need self-awareness. We need to practice more self-awareness. We need to be more aware of what's going on with us. One of the things that help us get a sense of what our accurate self-concept is and how, you, how we can sharpen our own sense of self-awareness is to get a sense of what's who are different people What makes them different? Who are you? Who am I? How are we different? Because sometimes we only really come to understand who we are in comparison to other people. And I'm not talking about social comparison, right? Like that ranking, am I better than you? Are you better than me? Do you have more money than me? Are you cooler than me? Are you smarter than me? Am I smarter than you? We don't want to do that stuff at all. We just want to really get a sense of who different people are. Because sometimes we understand ourselves 
by understanding what makes us different from others. And so be curious about other people. Have a sense of what's going on with other people. Ask yourself why and what's happening with other people. Because other people are a gateway to truly understanding ourselves. And so being curious about other people, reaching out to other people, um, asking them why questions, why do they think this way, why do they feel this way, great way to understand you in understanding them because we only understand us in comparison to the differences that we have with other people, right? So we really, really want to make sure that we take the time to be self-aware and that we explore self-awareness. You know, don't kid yourself. Don't pretend, you know, if you're like not truly confident, be okay being not confident right now because like that inflated sense of confidence. You've seen people like with that inflated sense of confidence trying to prove something to everybody all the time exhausting like just be okay with the fact that you're not confident right now like because that real sense of self-awareness will give you an accurate self-confident self-concept which is i'm not really confident i would like to be more confident you see why this is important right if we have inaccurate self-concept an inaccurate self-concept then we think we are something that we aren't or we're not putting effort into becoming And so now we're trying to be something that we really aren't, but like we're kind of putting people on, we're kind of faking people out because we're not really being who we really are. We're pretending to be something we really are not. And like you are all messed up by that because you want to be this thing, but you know you're not that thing. And then you're pretending to be that thing. And then everybody else is like, what's going on? Why are you trying so hard to prove this to me? Like, think about that. Why are you... Like, if you're really calm and confident, why are you bragging all the time? Like, why are you, like, like dragging everybody else through the mud? Why are you making, like, other people feel bad about themselves? Well, it's because you're trying to push them down so you can feel better about who you are rather than being in a space where you really have calm confidence. And so what we want to do is move, use this self-awareness to move to an idea of who is your becoming self? Think about that. Who is your becoming self? Who are you wanting to grow into? Who are you wanting to grow to be in your sense of self, right? So for me, I want to be more calm. I want to be more thoughtful. Um, I feel like lately I'm like losing a sense of the funny rowdy. Like I, I feel like I'm not as funny as I used to be. And maybe it's not that I'm not as funny, but I haven't had an audience in the same way to be funny in front of. Because with my partner, she's heard my jokes. She like hears my puns all the time. Like it's it's hard to be funny around somebody you're around all the time because like there's just overexposure, right? Like if you heard the same comedian over and over again all the time, I don't know that you would think that there is funny. And so one of the things I'm looking forward to is having being in person, seeing people in person, having the opportunity to be exposed to people in person. So like I can like find my funny again, like so I can like be my playful, goofy self again. Uh, and Michelle allows me to be my pay- playful, goofy self, and she appreciates my playful, goofy self. She's just seen a lot of that, and new people haven't seen that as much, right? And so, while I will be becoming like my funny, goofy, laughy self more, the more I get out and the more I experience and see new people, like I have to be aware of where I'm at and what's going on with that. And also, with my becoming, 
I want to get a better sense of what's going on with me and my emotions. I want to be becoming a better understanding a person about why am I feeling this way? What's going on with my feelings this way? And why um, am I feeling this way? Um, I want to be more patient. I want to be more loving. I want to be more kind. I want to be more encouraging. Sometimes I'm, I'm so focused on like what you need to do to get better that I forget to cheer people on and be like, you got this. I trust you. I believe in you. Right? Like I want to be more of that person because I love being around someone that cheers me on. So I want to be someone that cheers other people on. Right? So like, again, like what is my becoming self concept and where do I want to pour effort and intention and thought into being a, like moving into a space of growth and it's like to be rowdy this becoming rowdy because that is going to be a place of opportunity for me right so what i need so what i need with that is self-awareness again to get a sense of where am i now and where is my gap self where is like where are the bridges i need to build to get to patient rowdy where are the bridges i need to be build to be more emotionally intelligent rowdy where are the bridges I need to build to understand uh, my emotions better, quicker, rowdy, right? Where do I need to go to, what do I need to do to be more funny, rowdy? Like, you know, like I told you, I need to be around new people and new audiences so I can kind of feel funny again, so I can feel more confident in being funny. Because like, if you're not confident feeling funny, you can't fake funny. Like you have to have a certain confidence, a, self, a sense of self-assuredness, right? Like us inner sense of, I am funny and people like my jokes and people think I am of value, right? Like that is super important. So you need that self-awareness to get a sense of like, well, where am I and where are the gaps and what are the little steps that I can take to becoming this person I want to be, right? Really important stuff. So once you have a sense of where your gap self is, and once you have a sense of what are the steps you can take to do those things, now we can start looking at self-esteem. Last thing that I wanted to really take some time to unpack with you. Self-esteem is the value you put on who you believe yourself to be. So sometimes we can have um, self-esteem problems when we think the person we ought to be and the person that we really are are really far apart. You see how like you're not going to value who you are if like who you really are and who you think you should be are very far apart. That comes from not doing the work to like to narrow the gaps between who you are and who you want to be. Because when you're putting in work to become who you want to be, then you can be self-assured because of the fact that you're seeing yourself doing work to become that person. What's hard though is sometimes we don't give ourselves the grace and space to understand that it takes some time to become who we want to be. It takes some time and some effort. Uh, we got to tell some unfunny jokes. We got to sit with our emotions and not understand what they mean. And then, but the more we sit with our emotions, the more we understand our emotions, the better aware we are, are going to be of what emotion we're having and why we're feeling the way we're feeling, right? You see how like, it's a continuum of becoming, right? If you want to be confident, you can't just be confident like that. You can't pretend confident. You can't fake confident. You have to grow into confident. And self-esteem is loving who you are and who you're attempting to becoming 
and being patient with your effort in becoming that thing. Because sometimes where we have gaps in our self-esteem is when we're beating up on ourselves for not already being who we want to become. Well, it just takes time. And you have to give yourself the grace of understanding that it's going to take a certain amount of effort. You're going to have to take a certain amount of lumps. Like remember when we talked about in a podcast before, the beginning of becoming who you want to be is understanding you're not that thing. And then starting at not being good at be getting better at that thing. Because, you know, like when you just say if I wanted to like be a really good baseball hitter. Well, right now I'm not great because I don't practice that that much. So maybe part of being a good baseball hitter is swinging at more baseballs more often. Learning what the pros do to make me better at hitting baseballs more often. Because then I'm going to see patterns. I'm going to see things that I can do. I can keep my eye on the ball. I can get a sense of like maybe if I slow my swing down, I can get my swing to hit the bat better. Because, you know, I want to just knock the hell out of it. But if I'm swinging too fast, maybe I'm missing like making sure that I'm hitting and making contact, right? So if I want to like hit for power, well, I really need to make sure I'm hitting for contact first, then I can get my swing down and then I can speed my swing up to now hit for power because I'm making sure that I'm doing the little things that make sure I hit contact. And then once I hit contact, I can hit for power. Same thing like with anything else, right? With emotion, got to be aware of what emotion's going on. With patience, you got to put yourself in impatient spaces to become more patient later, right? Like you have to um, give yourself the grace of becoming who you want to be, which also takes a self-awareness of that you need to be okay with understanding that there is a process to this thing. This thing takes time. This thing takes effort. This thing isn't going to happen tomorrow. This isn't Something that like, yeah, I know you want to be this thing. You want to be the life of the party. You want to be really charming. You want to be really funny. Like comedians aren't immediately funny. They practice. They take lumps. They get out there and they bomb. And in bombing, they figure out exactly what doesn't work so they can learn how to be funnier, right? Again, if you want to get a sense of what's going on with you and what's going on with you emotionally, how are you practicing your self-awareness to get a sense of like, well, what am I feeling? And why might I be feeling this way? And what is leading me to this feeling? And how do I tend to feel this way in some spaces and not feel this way in other spaces, right? It takes some time. And you've got to be okay with the fact that you are a process. You are an ongoing work. You are a permanent roughed draft of the human you want to be and the human you want to become. What's cool is effort and time and trying and learning and practicing. All these things will make you better, but not as fast as you probably want. You're not going to be perfect tomorrow and you're never going to be perfect because you're you. And like part of what makes you you is your imperfections. Like for me, I was uh, talking about how I say unpacking a lot. And uh, the CEO for, of a company that I was working for was like, I love like, you know, this idea of unpacking diversity. He's like, unpacking, I like that. And I was like, yeah, you know, if you were going to do a rowdy impersonation, you'd say unpacking all the time. Uh, you gesticulate in a certain way. You pretend to be a certain thing, right? Because like, that's just part of what I do. 
and how I act and how I show up. But like, if I wanted to attempt to untrain myself of saying unpacking all the time, I'd have to be very self-aware of how often it comes up and trying to choose different languages or other things to help me with that. But it's hard because like, I think with the self, and this is like my final thoughts here, I think we're really hard on ourselves. Or we pretend to be things that we aren't yet. Instead of, it's funny because we spend all this time pretending to be something rather than putting the effort in becoming the thing that we would like to be. And it's hard because the more you pretend to be something, the less like really you, you are of that thing because you're aware you're not that and you're just attempting to be what you think that looks like. And rather than being what that really is through effort and struggle and sweat and discipline, you're just pretending to be this thing. And it's hard because you know you're not that thing. And the more people spend, more time people spend around you, the more they're gonna be aware of, you're not really this thing either. Because I can tell just by being around you, you know you're not because you're trying to prove it rather than really be it. So we need to be honest with who we are. We need that accurate self-concept. Who am I really? Where am I? And what am I not good at? What am I good at? What am I learning how to get better at? Like the more honest you can be with your self-concept, the better you can get a sense of who you are and where you're starting and how you can get to where you want to go. And it's okay with taking time to work, becoming who you want to be. Like, cause you're going to be in this process for the rest of your life. So you better get great at loving, learning how to be in the space of becoming. Because you're going to always becoming something. You're becoming better, you're becoming worse. You're becoming smarter, you're becoming stupider. You're becoming more patient, you're becoming more impatient. It's up to you, right? So we need that accurate self-concept. How do we get an accurate self-concept? We practice self-awareness. We get a sense of where am I? Where are my gaps? What do I need to do to get to those places? We need to like have a sense of who your becoming self-concept is, right? Like I've heard it uh, referred to that uh, you need to like have a really good sense of like who your best, most wonderful, enlightened self is. And you also need to know who your evil twin is because you're both of those things. And you need to be honest that you're both your most potential, beautiful, amazing, enlightened self. So hug your most beautiful, enlightened, amazing self. Then take a second, cross your arms and hug your evil twin and know that's you too. And that's okay. You're both those things. How do you become more of who you can be with your most enlightened self? How do you own that you got the struggles that your evil, evil twin is? My, I think my, if I was going to give like Rowdy an evil twin, it'd be Redondo. I don't know why Redondo. Like I like the word Redondo, but the evil twin Rowdy would be Redondo. So be okay with that becoming self-concept and that you want to stretch to get to this person you want to be. Then you need that self-awareness of where are the gaps? Um, what can you do with your sense of awareness to get a sense of like, how could you narrow those gaps? What are the steps to reduce those gaps? How can you take steps to reduce those gaps? Then you need to understand that like your self-esteem is going to be built in creating who you want to be 
and you need to be okay that you will not be that person in a day. Like that's how you learn to love yourself is like getting a sense of like who you want to be, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, how you can work from your strengths most, how you can eliminate working from weaknesses the most, own that you have your weaknesses, own that you can get better at certain things, but then you can like be self-assured with your self-confidence. You're not worried about pretending to be stuff. Um, and that sense of self-esteem, like you can just go back to those times where you're not feeling good about who you are to like, well, I'm putting in the work to become who I want to be. So those days where you're like, man, it wasn't a good day. Man, I didn't do that good. You just relax. It's okay. Like part of learning to be who you want to be is having the days that you're not who you want to be. And then how can you not do those things again? Right? You need bad days. You need to learn what not to do to be and become who you want to be, who is and does what you want to do rather than things you don't want to do. So don't beat yourself up. You're just in this process. You're just learning how to be in a space of becoming your best self. And you need that self-awareness and you need to be okay with being in that process of becoming. It's a process. It's going to take time. It's okay. I'm telling you it's okay. And I need you to tell me it's okay. It's really important that we can be here for each other in these moments. So with that, what did I tell you about today? Today we talked about having the need for an accurate self-concept. We need to get a sense of who we really are. And we can't spend all this time pretending to be stuff. Because all the time we, sp we spend pretending to be things is time and energy and effort that we could put into becoming a real thing rather than just a pretend thing. And the more we're pretending to be around, pretending to be something around people, the more they're going to be like, mm, something's off here. You're not really you. You're, you're just pretending, right? Like we want to really have people love and care about us as who we are. So we got to own, like have a true accurate self-concept. Then we need to practice self-awareness. Like, okay, well, what am I good at? What am I bad at? What am I, what is my gift in the world? What is not my gift of the world? Uh, and how can I have like work from strengths? How can I reduce weaknesses as much as possible? But understand you'll probably never make a weakness a strength. It's just not your gift. That's okay. We have gifts in areas. We have deficits in areas. That's why we want to pick people to spend time around us that have complementary strengths that really raise us up together. Then we want to talk about we need that self-awareness to get a sense of like, well, who am I and what are the gaps that I have in becoming the self I want to be? And how can I under use that self-awareness to understand what are the little steps that I can use to get to become the person I want to be? Then we need to understand self-esteem and that self-esteem comes from the value that we put on who we see ourselves are and who we see ourselves being. And to have a good self-esteem is to understand that like you are in the process of becoming. And every time you're like, oh, I don't feel good about who I am. You go, well, what effort am I putting in to becoming who I want to be? Then you look at the effort that you put in and you're like, okay, well, I, I haven't done that great today, but like I'm working on it and I see evidence of the work and I can trust that that work's going to take me to who I want to be and where I want to go. So then you can just be like, okay, today wasn't the best day, but I'm working on it. I'm trying, I'm becoming right? And then we need to keep practicing that awareness of we are in the process of becoming and we will never be done with this process of becoming. 
And then all of a sudden, like, we can give ourselves some grace and space and understand that we're just working on it. We're just trying. And it's going to take some time. And you've got to love yourself along the way of getting better. So with that, I hope this podcast was interesting. It seems like stuff that totally makes sense, but like the breakdown and the understanding, the steps and the gaps and all that stuff, I think is like really valuable. So with that, if this was something that helped you get a better sense of who you are, what your self-concept is, how you could practice more self-awareness, how you can have a good and positive self-esteem that's really built on becoming who you want to be than pretending what you wish you were, let me know. Email me at inclusiveactivism at cox.net. Comment below if you were like, hmm, self-esteem, self-awareness, self-concept, becoming. I like that idea. Gap self. I can see where I need to work on my gap self, right? Or I can see where I was wasting a lot of time and energy pretending to be something rather than working on being things that you really wanted to be. Email me, inclusiveactivism at cox.net. Comment below. Um, but I hope this was a blessing to you and I hope this really made a difference for you. And if you're curious more about me and my organization, you can go to www.inclusiveactivism.com. And the other thing that I have an ask for, all right, here's my ask. I have not had a review in a long time and I've had people email me and reach out to me and comment, but I checked on Apple podcasts, how long it takes to rate and review someone. And here's how long it takes truly start to finish 30 seconds you got to go to the podcast you got to go to the stars you got to put the stars in there please put five stars because we live in such a weird world that like four means you suck and five is the only validation of greatness like if you know if you saw something was three star what's so weird in this world you give something three stars and everybody think that sucks so five star ratings help but you know what really helps is if you're like wow you know Rowdy really helps me get a sense of like who I am, where I'm at, and how I could narrow the gap between who I am and where I want to be. Like, and you could you could just click the dictation button and say it, and then it'll just dictate, then you hit submit. So really, like I would get like what takes the longest is figuring out how to get to the rating section. And then really from there, it's probably a total 15 seconds. But these things help other people find me, get a sense of what value I have to offer, and it's further validation that I'm doing something that makes a difference. Um, so please rate and review us. Like, I think my mom has not rated and reviewed me yet on Apple Podcasts. My partner has, uh, Sarah has, a few former students have, but I, boy, I could really use this from you. So take 15 seconds, like boost me up there. Tell me what you're thinking. Uh, email me, tell me like how this was a value to you uh, and, and spread some positivity out there because I really appreciate those things. And with that, thank you. I am going to be heading to Texas to be helping my mom out with some final moving next week. And then I am on summer break. So I'm definitely looking forward to this. So I'll have more time for more thoughts, more ideas, more deep uh, connections that I can share with you. And thank you for your time and thank you for your attention. And I hope this was a blessing to you. With that, be well, be blessed, and we'll see you next time around. Thank you.